Oh, wait, I ain't even going live yet. Hold on. Welcome to the EM30 Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Am I live? Am I live? Am I live? Am I live? All the time. All she had to do was stay home. Nigga, let over here about the bus I had. Like, y'all listen. Y'all ain't see that, but I The beauty of tonight's podcast is that we're not only talking about healthy relationships, 
with just your significant other, but all relationships as it relates to your life as a whole. So, overall, here we go. Tonight's podcast is going to start off with a game. So, the game that we have on tonight, I titled it Rude, Disrespectful, Neither or Both. And pretty much, I have a total of 16 questions that I'm going to ask my two co-stars, and they're going to give us their input. All right. All right. Be ready. Be ready. Y'all ready? Be ready. Y'all ready? Hey, if y'all ready, just start to put some some hearts up there. If y'all ready for tonight, just go ahead and give us some high fives, some laughs, some something. And please feel free to comment and add in your own input because we want to know what y'all what y'all think too. All right. So four. Question numero uno. Pulling on someone to talk to them. Is that considered rude, disrespectful, neither or both? Um, pulling on someone, first of all, do I know you? Okay. Pulling Whether you know them or not. Like a child? Like, like... Anybody. Whether you know them or not, an adult, a child, pulling on someone to talk to them. Do you consider that to be rude, disrespectful, both? Yeah, it's not it's appropriate. Both. This is, this it's a not. bit rude and disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, why are you touching me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't do You're supposed to be able to use so that's what we want as adults number two teachers alike use your words inviting a plus one with no RSVP rude disrespectful neither or both that's rude that's kind of rude okay look you already a plus one yourself okay you can't number three bring a plus one yelling for someone to come to you in the same house or within a few feet rude disrespectful neither or both Neither. My mama that's did that all the time. I mean, I hey, put that as a no. It is what it is. That is rude. It is what it is. What, yeah. you, what you want her to do? Come get you? Uh, I have a phone. They have a phone more than mm-hmm. likely. You can call. I think text. Or you can get Before up. All or that. really, you probably don't need me at all. But it's like number four. Precious says that is rude. Thank you. Thank you, Precious. My kids. Hey, Pee-Weezy. That's, that's Crystal, rude. What's going on, baby? <clears throat> Number four, telling a friend or stranger something negative about their significant other. Disrespectful. Oh, wait a minute. Is that rude, disrespectful, neither or both? Well, it depends on how they, on what, I guess, the, the context. Of no, depends. Y'all want to hear a story? Is it disrespectful? Okay. Is it neither or both? Not like, if y'all want to hear a story. Don't nobody want to hear that shit right now. But I'm trying oh. to say, like... It can depend on what you mean. That some, was very somebody, rude. You, you, know, you don't talk to people like that. I do. That's we'll get true. to that in a moment. Number five. They can't agree on that one, so we'll come back to number four. Number five. Walking around someone's home or room and touching things or walking around unaccompanied. Is that rude, disrespectful, neither or rude. People always say Mikasa is so kind no. of make herself at home. I don't say, say that. Yes, that is. Don't worry. Is she considered to be rude, disrespectful, neither of those? It's not rude. All right, number six, cursing. Cursing. No matter what yet, is cursing considered rude, disrespectful, neither of both? Both. The context. What's the context? No context. You just curse. Because you will curse. It depends on the situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number seven, having a conversation between two people with others around. 
Is that considered to be rude, disrespectful, neither or both? Neither. If you and I were having a conversation and she's around, would that be rude to her or disrespectful? It wouldn't necessarily be. I mean, if you're just disregarding that person, like if you if you mean if if a friend of mine was with his wife and I only um, talked to him and didn't even acknowledge his wife, that would be rude. Well, say you did all of that. You acknowledged her. She kind of just eased out of the conversation. You know what? It's not rude. It might be a little rude. You kind of want to include, if you guys are the only three people in the space, you kind of want to include, you know, everybody. Okay. Number eight. Joining a conversation between two people just because you are around. Is that rude, disrespectful, neither or both? It's rude, disrespectful, and annoying as hell. We didn't ask for your everywhere. We didn't ask for your thoughts. No one wants to All right. At trail (laughs) under Shaddai, the poet said neither. Said neither. Okay. Oh, oh this is supposed to be kind of fast. thing is late. It might be late. Sorry, okay. that's not what you're answering to. All right. Number nine. Telling someone something about themselves that you observe, but you don't really know that person. That's rude. That's rude. You don't have anything nice to say. Don't say it at all. That's rude. You don't know me. Um, if it's if it's unsolicited, it's rude. Now, if you ask me my opinion or my assessment or something, and I give it to you, then whatever. But if it's unsolicited, nobody asks. It's rude. Shut up. Ooh. Okay. Number ten: inviting someone to do something with you right in front of someone else and not extending the invite to the other person. Nah, Ooh. <laughs> Is it rude? Ah, Disrespectful? Nah, that ain't a rule. It's a little, if it's I a little disrespectful. It's a little disrespectful. Well, well yeah, because maybe you can you can invite them at a different right. time. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. off to, put them off to the side or something like that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, what's next, Miss Nikki? All right. For question number 11, saying I don't agree, saying I don't. Whether you say I don't agree, I don't feel, I don't want, or I don't have, do you consider that to be rude, disrespectful? Neither are those. Neither. You want to be honest about what you can do, <laughs> will, will do, what you Brittany have. Brittany says neither. Whatever. Brittany says rude as hell. Rude. <laughs> What's rude as hell? Tell us what number. I think she was talking about inviting someone to do something with you right in front of someone else. Okay. Is that right, Brittany? Rude as hell. Um, Precious McKess says rude. <laughs> number 12, not honoring your word and opting to do something else or nothing at all. Disrespectful. disrespectful, low disrespectful. down. That's low down. Your okay. word is your bond. Yes, yes. You gotta so honor your word. Yeah. Gotta be a woman about yours, a man about yours, however you slice it or word it. Yeah, that's rude. All right. I'm, I've been guilty though. Sorry. Number 13. Uh, borrowing and not giving back. That's rude and disrespectful. Oh, okay. Right. So you must still that. <laughs> we gotta keep this rolling. <laughs> 14. Not knowing when to leave or making yourself too comfortable. Mm. 
or it's not that big of a like some you some I think sometimes people need to understand it's just not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not that deep. It's not right. And how But you know, I mean I, I was it, it depends on the seriousness of the, you know, topic at hand. But that goes back to to just giving your unsolicited opinions. Alright, mm-hmm. at Renee Hicks stated that number one, constantly communicating your feelings, it can be toxic if it's always about yourself. She said it's healthy, but it can be toxic if it's always about yourself. Like your feelings are true. True. Okay. True. Hey guys. Alright, uh healthy versus toxic, having an alcoholic drink every day. Ooh How do you know if this if that's a sign of being healthy or if that's a sign of being toxic? Like how do you know? Personally, I feel like and this is my personal opinion, I feel like that's a little toxic. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a little leery of a person who needs a drink every day and drinks all day. That's how I feel about weed smokers. I don't know if it's every day, all day, but I mean, you have a lot of ladies who drink a glass of wine every night. So, I mean, if it's just a mellow out or, you know, help you sleep or something, I mean, maybe. Like, at what point do you begin to notice and just be like, I mean, because to when me, it becomes a necessity. <laughs> exactly. In my mind, it's like a codependency on alcohol. You need it for something. Like, what's going on? I like, say, when you finish the bottle, you right? Have a problem. When you finish the you bottle, you finish the bottle every night. Oh no, baby, we got to talk. Like, how much you spend on alcohol a week? All right. Healthy versus toxic. Waiting until you are frustrated or angry to talk. It happens. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so it happens. Yeah. How, how, at what point do you say it's, it's not? Healthy? That could be unhealthy. Waiting? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That could be unhealthy. It could be unhealthy. Yes, it, it can be unhealthy. I agree with that. But sometimes... When you've kind of reached a point, that's when you're able to kind of like get all of your feelings out. You know, um, like Nicholas said, you don't want to nitpick everything, but I guess you kind of wait to see if there's a, a consistency in a certain thing and then you're able to voice it. But um, it, it, can, it can go either way. All right. And the last thing I have for the healthy versus toxic conversation, always apologizing. You always oh. have something that you're sorry for. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, Lord. Nah. How, okay, wait. Now, I do have a question about that because how do you know if it's you or the other person? So, like, if I'm constantly apologizing because the other person is offended, how do I know the difference between that person got issues or I'm just wrong? Where do we, where do we, I think, for me, I mean, I only apologize if I know for, if, in me, I feel as though I was wrong. I didn't have to say that, or I went too far, or because I, I know myself. If I if I know if I'm in my feelings about something, or if I, something is off, and then I, I lash out, I will apologize. But if I'm saying something and you're just offended by it, not apologizing for a damn thing. Okay, I, I feel that. Uh, for me personally, if I know that it's something that you verbalized to me that hey, you feel a way about this. And then I touch those buttons, then yeah, I'll go back and apologize. Um, because I would want the same done for me. If I said that this is a touchy subject, or if I feel like when you do this, I feel disrespected, or I feel a way about it, and you actually go back and do it, 
Um, I'm a big person about my intentions. Like, I, I, I kind of mess up a lot. And so I might uh, go off the Richter scale a little bit, but I feel like my intentions are never to really hurt someone. And so, but I mean, if it's brought up to me like, hey, my feelings are hurt behind this, I'll, I'll go ahead and apologize. I'm not too big to do that. Yeah, um, I would need to feel conviction about it. But me being a, a sensitive person, and I, I consider myself to be sympathetic to other people's feelings, I may be the person who's always apologizing. But um, okay. most of the times, I just be living and I just, like, again, you know, like you said with the intentions thing, no, it's not intentional or what have you, but hey, I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, we just have to be mindful how we treat each other and then, you know, if a person says, hey, this hurts me, to actually go ahead and listen and take that to account when you're interacting with that person. Hey, right. for the people who just joined us. So one of the reasons that we're talking about healthy versus toxic relationships because we know that during the pandemic we find ourselves being a bit codependent on uh, oh, other people, uh, be it your significant other, mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, friend, um, friend co-worker, whoever, you know, like I work remotely and I kid you not, me and my co-worker, we are each other's sanity because it just be all kind of craziness going on. So... We wanted to take time and, and really talk about if some of the relationships that we have, have they gotten better? Have they gotten worse? Are you working on them during the pandemic? Um, so that brings us to our next subject. Um, Codependency. Yes. Um, yeah, I've heard a, heard a lot of stories like as far as domestic violence going has gone up since COVID. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of things that are, are not good as far as um relationships during covid right uh you know people are getting closer and and they're, they're i don't know um i know i had my own experience spending too much time together yeah i had my own experience and i had to cut a long time for an old yeah tell us about that like, what, what happened with that what was up Oh. Why did you start to feel like it was no longer helping? It was just time. Um, I, I, it's something that I've, I sensed coming, um, and it was just... You think y'all just outgrew each other? Yep. Mm. Um, she was she's on something else, and I just can't I, I can't carry it anymore. I can't carry the friendship. It's just, she ain't a bad person, but it's just we have two different... Did you, uh, do you think you severed the relationship out of concern for her? Or are you hoping that she'll take up wings and fly? I severed it because out of concern for me. Okay. <laughs> like, That's I just, um, and I mean, I cut it off, shut it down with uh, no explanation, no nothing. It just... You ghosted her. Yeah, I did. And that's what happens when you don't in something when you're supposed to in the first place. Oh, what was yes. the reason for the ghosting? Is is it because you didn't want to have to explain or it's just like that in that moment it was just that in that moment something when she was talking and I was just getting more and more pissed off in that moment it was like something to say shut it down. I shut the conversation down and they haven't picked it back up. <laughs> so um so did you 
like blocked all and everything. He was like, block, no, block, I block. didn't, I didn't block. I haven't blocked or deleted or anything. I just don't respond. I don't, I don't engage because I, I can't. I'm not in a place where I can just constantly have that, that, that those type, type of type of conversations anymore. I can't deal with the with the negative and what this person didn't do for me and oh uh, uh-huh. you know this went wrong and like every day is just something bad and it's nothing good. Now I did watch your live. Well yeah, yeah that too. That too. I did watch your live that you had on Instagram and um it was something that you said that was very interesting. Um you know you were saying that you would have conversations with this person every night and around this time, you felt yourself, you know, needing that type of conversation. So, do you think that that boy will create another codependency? Yeah, and ultimately, that's what kind of, sort of, ended up happening. There was someone else. It was a guy that that had entered in the the realm, I guess, that I was getting to know. It wasn't anything serious. So, since I had then cut her off, didn't think about it, didn't feel bad about it. He was now for the job. You know, that like I didn't realize I had put him in there rolling. I was expecting him to to call me at this time. Because that was a time where she would call it. Like every single night for years, she'll call like around nine or ten and we'll be on the phone till like one thirty in the morning. So when I no longer had that, it, it, I sensed that something I was missing something. It, it was something I and I felt like I was being deprived of something. I was like, well, it's you. You're not keeping up with the routine that you didn't know about right. <laughs> in the first place. Right. Oh yeah, like I mean, because yeah, yeah, and I didn't realize it at first. In that moment, I didn't, I didn't realize, but I knew something was wrong. So that's why I went and started writing and, and doing my journal work and trying to get down to the bottom of what is this that I'm feeling and why, what caused it, and why am I feeling it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's what it was, and it made him feel uncomfortable because. I gave him a job that he wasn't didn't sign up for. He didn't sign up for. He wasn't even, he's not a, like, like I said, in a fair. Like, he's not a 30-year-old woman with health issues and no responsibility and no job and, and nothing like that. No, you're right. He's not needy. So, so hey, being on the phone every single night till 1.30 is just not something that's going to happen. It wasn't that I was trying to force him, like, oh, you my man. You're supposed to, like, no, like. You're a bestie now. Right. <laughs> you're a bestie. <laughs> so that's your job. This is not So you're 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 off the routine. You you need this is the job. So and and I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. I just felt yeah. something was off. And I know myself. I know I don't usually feel off like that. I don't usually feel like something is is wrong. So but I knew we getting out of that relationship as well. Yeah, like it was, it was a routine. It was a, yeah. it was a, a habit that I didn't even know. Or that that connection or form of communication that you kind of um, unconsciously seeked from her as well. Yeah. Kind of, you know, drew from a little bit from her. So yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. All right. So that brings us to one of our next topics and what we're talking about. In the um, comments. Our relationships and competency. Um... Alexandria posed the question, should our co-workers be our friends or should we uh, have personal relationships with them other than the professional or the co-worker type environment? Right. I've seen um, at least one post say, your co-workers are not your friends. And um, I beg to differ. I feel like those are encounters and uh, that can blossom 
into really fruitful relationships, fruitful friendships. Um, you know, especially when it's like a hub of black uh, professionals, y'all around the same age. Of yeah. course, it, it, I, I think it depends. I've never really had, uh, you know, a person that I worked with and made my best friend a really like good friend outside of, of work. And that's not something that I really, I may, I may have connected with them from time to time outside of work, but we not on the phone or, you know, you know, I, I don't go, I, that's just not me. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm real leery about people in general. I like to be left alone a lot. So to me, to, for me to try to make friends on a job is just, if it happens, it happens. Right. But it's not something right. that I just go looking, looking for. for. Well, in the words of my good friend, Willie Parker, if you're out there, um, he says you have your talk to's, your fuck with's, and your associates. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you categorize different people, you know. Okay. A lot of people are going to say, oh, you have a relationship with that person, or you have a friendship with that person, or things like that. Maybe that's just your associate or something like that. I know. You do um, associate. Okay. Right. And I know I made back. a lot of friends on the job and you know uh, there were times where we would hang out after work and then we wouldn't hang out at the work and part of the reason why I wanted to pose some of the questions that I had at the beginning of the podcast is because we have to create certain boundaries for people right mm-hmm. so with your co-workers there are certain boundaries yes they're your friends they're your friends at work and you know they may or may not uh, fit perfectly into your personal life right. but there is a commonality that y'all share yeah. so yeah. you know, that word okay. yeah you know actually I can't take that back because when I was working in China, there was a group of, of young black women, we were all the same age, that I did, we did hang out a lot. We went to the club, we hung out a lot. Even today I was talking about, we still connect and keep up with each other. So right. I, okay. yeah, that, that, it, I, it, I it, It's just yeah. like a work thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's not your, you're not a block person or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's my eight, day, A1, day one, whatever yeah. you say. Maybe it's not that type of relationship, but it's definitely like a thing. Co-workers can, yes. certain co-workers can certain be your friends, y'all yes. can relate in certain areas, and um, I, I think those are very healthy. Um, yes. One of the things that I learned at one of my older jobs, you know, you're supposed to have fun at work, and you're supposed to make friends at work. Like, mm-hmm. that was something that they wanted to be um, a, a part of their value Team building skills and all of that stuff. Not necessarily team building, but just a part of the values of working for that company. They mm-hmm. wanted you to have fun, and they wanted you to have friends while you were at work. And I definitely will say that the coworkers that I had when I was working there, they taught me a lot, and mm-hmm. we had a lot of fun. I'm sure they, is, uh, they taught me how to not to take certain stuff so seriously. Like mm-hmm. coworkers bring a certain balance to you, especially mm-hmm. if they've been there before. Yes, you. yes. They bring yes. a certain balance to you when you're working. Yes. You know that you just don't. You didn't know you needed, so I everybody say, really serves a purpose. The old heads, the ones who have the experience, and then the newbies who are fresh, just like you. Then you kind of bond over that. So, yeah. I was watching a podcast. Uh, no, not even a podcast. I was watching a Breakfast Club on YouTube, and they were talking about the Jason Mitchell and Lena Waite situation. Um, and within a podcast, Jason Mitchell was saying that him and Lena Waite are still good friends, although she fired him. Um, Although he he no longer work, works with her, and what popped out to me was I watched the Jason Mitchell one, and then I watched Lena Waithe, and Lena Waithe was saying there just came a certain point where everything else that I had worked for was up for grabs or was uh, dependent on how I handled the situation. Mm-hmm. So I had to pull back and pull back from him 
you know, allow him to do something else or seek something else. So, and just Jason Mitchell just kept saying that, you know, like me and Lena Wave were good friends. Yeah, they were still cool. Lena Wave was just saying, like, I didn't know anything that had transpired because I was not there. So, I thought that was a, a very, very interesting conversation because um, she didn't she didn't say that they were like good friends like he was saying they was good mm-hmm. friends. She was just like you know, are you ever really good friends with your boss? Right. Like, like, yeah, I wouldn't even try to. Nah. I don't know. Right. She was like, he cool. You know, he's this. I think you do have the potential to be good friends with your boss. A lot of people just don't have the power to separate professional and personal. That's like, that's good what friends with your boss? Yeah, like go to their house, go to a cookout. They might have to fire you, but that's to your people. Right, but I mean, go to a cookout. Like social settings are easy. Hey, I'm inviting you over for da-da-da-da. Those are easy to do for me, but to at be like... House. At their home, yes. Yes, yes. I feel like those are easy to do. Um, but as far as a Can y'all be friends with y'all coworkers and y'all bosses? In that relationship, I feel like with your boss, mm, I've just never seen it happen. So you guys share your experiences and see and tell us if y'all are cool with your bosses, y'all hang out, y'all chit chat to the back on the phone, whatever. It's a conflict of interest. I say you just have to be able to separate professional from personal, especially if you're on some type of a nine-to-five job, or even if that's the company that that person started, if they have certain missions and values and policies and procedures that they must adhere to, and you are not, you cannot sever a friendship or a relationship because they have to follow protocol. That's just... Right. You, you messed up. You gotta own your own stuff. Okay. Yeah, and for most adults, we would hope, you know... We're able to kind of right. do that. If I if I have a friend and I know they're doing something wrong at work or as it relates to work, nothing personal, nothing personal. But if I feel like it's something that I have to report or I have to say so, I mean, why would you do that? I might why let you know. Why would you have to call? do this? I'm gonna let you know that I have to do this. Now I will you. say, if the person confided in you and you told you something about that, no, listen. If if it's something that you witness, right? Mm-hmm. But that is your friend. Mm-hmm. Versus, it's something that they told you that they did, but you didn't see at all. What which one are you gonna do? Okay. In in you my goddamn no shit, I didn't see it. First of all, why are you telling me? Why would you tell me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why would you tell me? You gotta follow a certain procedure. I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. Look. It depends on what it is. So, um, I work in the education system, and if a friend comes to me and it's something involving a minor that's very inappropriate, definitely. Oh, yeah. You out of here. Oh, I'm loud, Cappy. You did what? I'm definitely going to. As a friend, I feel like you got to own up to your own stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's accountability, too. Like, I'm your friend, and I'm not going to endorse or enable you doing, like, F stuff. You know, I'm just not going to do that. And know? if that causes our friendship, uh, yes, yeah. my peace is greater than this. Thank you. So that brings us to our next segment, uh, healthy relationships, your relationship with money, the moolah, the dollar dollar bill. I just want to say my relationship with money is uh, up and down. You know, we always learn through certain things, you know. Um, Maybe cheating. Right. I got yeah. a cruise I want to take right, right. now. If you, if you ask my bank account, they're going to say we're not getting along. But, you know, if you, you ask my mind, they're going to say we tight. 
you know, you know, your bank account be having those Mr. Crab moments where it's like, girl, why? Just why are you spending? You, you just know you're not supposed to be doing it. Um, so I want to briefly just tap into um, just bridging the wealth gap. You know, us as millennials, we could use this time. It's better to start early anyway to uh, continue to save and invest. And actually, CNBC uh, reported some research from Aerial Investments, and it's actually stated that seventy. No, 67% of black millennials are now investing. And so we're taking charge I'm of our time. All right, as am I. Be and sure we're a Robin Hood account. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. all right. A Robin Hood. Um, what's the other one? An Acorn. Stash. Um, get you a, a mutual fund. Invest in those 401ks, Roth IRAs. Y'all, you know, tomorrow isn't promised. But just in case, you know, there is a future you want to go ahead and plan for as well. And so um, it stated 67% of black millennials are investing. So y'all continue to do your due diligence for yourself, your children, um, your children's children, and try to, you know, do your part in bridging the wealth wealth gap. You know, investing in gold, land, property, real estate is another big one. Um, and I want to shout out um, this Instagram page, Nine Until. Uh, it was started by a young lady by the name of Jasmine, and it just pe- features content on um, career, finance, business. Um, so it just serves as another resource to get that information that you need to help push you along, or maybe some stuff involving involving politics and money that you weren't aware of. So again, the page is Nine Until, and you can follow it on Instagram. Yes, and definitely, 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 we seek out ways to help you find out about budgeting. Right. Yes. All right. Budget saving. Help, help me. Yeah. If anybody knows. Uh, a good template for budgeting, let us know, okay? Each um, one, teach you one. You can use, uh... Each oh, one, reach one, teach one. Help us out. What's the, uh, uh, books? Um, QuickBooks, they do that. QuickBooks? But yeah, QuickBooks, they have um, a thing. You have those, uh, if, you, if you just have a local accounting friend, who could just help you with the Excel template. My local accounting friend here, are you volunteering your services? She'll know it. So somebody out there in the social media world who can help your girl out with budgeting, that's my Keely Teal, um, and I would just appreciate that 10,000 times over. All right, so that brings us into our next relationship that we have up in Your relationship with, with food. food. My relationship Ooh. with food is healthy and toxic. Y'all can't see it, but mostly healthy. It's, it's a little toxic. Right. It's a little toxic. I am a sweet head, y'all. I love some sweets. Um, yeah, and I love, I'm a foodie. I love good food. Now, I don't eat meat right now, but I do eat seafood and stuff, and so... Um, I'm kind of limited with options I can eat. So when I find a good recipe, baby, I'm on it. When I can make a good, y'all, if y'all see my salads, baby, they be power, power, with a bunch of stuff. But I'm a foodie. I love good food. It's nurturing. You know, you get that little dance in your spirit. It just makes you feel good. Um, so at times it's really good. Like right now, I'm eating clean, getting my water, getting my salads, getting my um, protein packed foods in. Well, um, as the old people used to say, you gotta. Eat to live, not live, live to, to eat. eat. There you and go. And unfortunately, I live to eat. That's the no way, honestly. Living to eat. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm fasting. That's right. why I'm intermittent fasting. Gluttony. 
Okay, because that's a real problem. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm doing like intermittent fasting right now where I eat once a day or if I do need to eat like a full meal, I'll skip a day after I eat that. So, and I'm drinking a lot of teas, trying to get my body right, my mm-hmm. mind right. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you guys, I mean, just a disclaimer, when it comes to, to food and dieting, we are not experts. Please, you know, talk to your local physician. Uh, do your own research. Not what is going to happen with your body and your mind. Because I'm putting goddamn yes. We, I, I know a little bit, but like she said, I'm not an expert. I know what works for this temple. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something to put on the top of the list. We got to do everything in moderation, y'all. So, right. So, yeah. yes, our relationships can, with food can be tricky. And uh, as we were talking about earlier, the codependency during the pandemic, a lot of people, you may find yourself being codependent on and that's that the, comfort. On that refrigerator. It's couple, even your goddamn kids. Your kids big as hell now. But they can't stop eating all damn day. That's what they want. Favorite pastime. As soon as they woke up, there is um, such thing as a board leader. Can I um, I do recommend no. there are such things as food psychologists. They have people out there who actually do studies on you and your relationships with food. Mm-hmm. I suggest looking up a food psychologist and talking to one. So Y'all. people do pro bono work. And, and if you know right. anyone that that any any suggestions, any tips, any advice you can give right. on the on the uh, mouth movers, the munchers, <laughs> any nutritionist that you may know, feel free. Yeah, train us, drop, tap in, in, drop yes, your addies, yes, yes. uh, drop your apps, whatever pages you recommend us following, um, and exercise. I got me a good walk running today at City Park, y'all. So get out. I think that's one thing we did do during what well, I did. Uh, we actually formed a little exercising group to get out in the morning. Should I? We there did. Too? We did. We did. And then we, you know what we did? Right after we exercised, we went home and everybody cooked and we ate together too. Now, what did I say? I, 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 I didn't do that. It wasn't all the time, but the point is, we got our exercising in. Uh, I was not there for that. Eat. I went home, I took a shower, and I went to sleep. But you gotta put something in your body after you exercise to go. But anyways, I had a smoothie. Um, okay, but our next relationship, we're talking about your relationship with yourself. Toxic versus healthy. Um, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about my me being self-aware and knowing that, that something was off when I severed that long-term friendship with my best friend and then tried to make the person that was, I was entertained at the time the replacement. <laughs> You're bestie now. <laughs> Why aren't you calling? So having that self-awareness and journaling and trying to figure out, like, knowing something ain't right. Something, I don't, some, something is not right. I feel some type of way about something, but I can't put my finger on what it is, so... Doing that journal work, so I, that brings me to my question: What did you do this week as far as self care? For me, it was journaling and getting down to the bottom to this feeling of like I was being deprived or neglected, as I said, that I was being deprived of, of something when it was that just that conversation that I was no longer receiving from her. Well, I've been serious about my quarantine. Um, I've always been serious about quarantine. I quarantined before there was a quarantine. I was not a person who likes to get out and do anything. So this weekend, uh, because it was a three-day weekend, I did get out and have a little fun. So that 
you did. Does this friend have a flap or a wedge? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> what language are you speaking? I don't speak that language. It wasn't male, though. Is it a rod or a split? Well, you know, we can't say male, woman, female, man, whatever. I don't know. I'm madness. Made a doctor's appointment. Please um, do that. Go to yeah, the so department. quarantine and um, just getting older, aches, and I know my mom deals with certain ailments and stuff. And so just getting an overall checkup, I'm tired of just kind of wondering what is. I just want to see what's going on with this this body of mine. So I made an appointment. Yes, ma'am. Made yes, ma'am. Let me see. Oh, hey, brother Shaq. Hey, Angelique is. Baby, go on. I just turned Ryan checkups, ladies, please, because fibroids is real. Right. Um, right. They are. Yeah. Hey, whoever just joined us. That's Amber. So, hey. feel free to hey, comment Amber. your self-care rituals, regimens, and routines. Um, let us know if you did anything this week as far as self-care. I also, besides journaling, I took a nice, long, hot bath, baby. I, I, I took a hot Long bath. You put milk in it or something? You act I like you did some It was this a particular type you of dip your tea soap. Get you some milk. And and it, it was some uh, some Yanni soap that I used. Okay. But um, but yeah, I have gold milk soap. All right. And so finally, we want to go into your spiritual relationship. This has been an overall topic of mm -hmm. healthy versus toxic relationships. We touched on codependency relationships with people, your relationship with money, your relationship with food, your relationship with yourself. And now we want to talk about your overall spiritual relationship with the Jesus. most high. Right. So my spiritual relationship, I'm working on it. You know, it, it can be uh, a difficult practice or a difficult task at times, especially when you're fighting with your own desires and your own right. will. Your fire and desire. It can be a lot, but please, if I can say anything to anybody, please do know that God cares about every aspect of you. Right. And um, the quicker you acknowledge him, the better it'll be. Oh, absolutely. I concur with that wholeheartedly. Um, my spiritual journey has kind of been, been the same, y'all. We, we, we want what we want, right? And um, what I have to constantly remind myself is that whatever I am to have, that, that God's thing for me is better than anything that I could possibly dream of for myself. Um, as a person who, who grew up, you know, not seeing too many um, examples of working, functional, respectful, loving relationships in my household, it's been, it's number one something that I want, but it's been a difficult task to, you know, just conquer. Um, but I even have to give that over to God. I have 
to know that he, you know, has somebody set aside for Alexandria and I'm enough just as I am for that person. Um, and just to be obedient. It's in the waiting, it's in obedience um, that we get our growth and then we ultimately get that great thing we're due to have. So um, I just thank God for revelations and just him never relenting on pulling me closer to him and just reassuring me that he is for me and that he is alive and real in my life. So. Is there anything that y'all do in particular? Any? Um, worship, you know, getting a, getting in a quiet place or a place where you can actually hear what God is speaking to your heart or, you know, quieting yourself in some type of way. Um, reading the word to help you stay on track, to help you maintain focus, you know, and just overall spending that time with, you know, the one you believe in, the one that you love. Um, my car, I pray in my car all the time. I can be driving, you know, a thought come across my mind and I pray about it. Like, I pray in my car a lot, more than in my room here, more than anywhere, honestly. I pray, and then um, I, I love to sing. I think I mentioned it a couple podcasts ago, and so I'm on the praise and worship team um, at my church, and so I absolutely adore that. I feel like I am in that intimate space, and when I'm singing, that is my time to focus on my creator. And so it, it draws me closer to him and I feel replenished. I feel renewed afterwards. So yeah, that's what I do. And, and sleep. Oh, um, I meditate, I pray. Um, I don't have, a, you know, I don't look at God as a person. So it's a little, that, that, that's, a, that's a different type of ritual or procedure that I, I put myself through. Um, but I do pray and um, meditate, uh, call on ancestors, call on Most High. Um, and that's that's a daily practice. Sometimes it's multiple times a day. Sometimes it is in my car. Um, you know, I just find myself just asking the most high to just more more so take over, you know, just just guide and, 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 and to take over. Uh and so I can just be led by that energy. So Alright, y'all let us know what y'all do for your spirituality right. to keep your sanity. What what do y'all do? Right. Overall I think instance or I be burning incense, I burn sage, I burn cedar, I got my Florida water, <laughs> over, I, I spray some over my bed before what I do that. Florida. Florida water? Florida water? Florida. Like Florida man? crystals, um, I always love at least one in my chakra mm -hmm. chain because I think, you know, focusing on your chakras is, is very important. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what I try to tap into because of whatever deity it is that you worship or acknowledge or honor, 
it's probably just a form of a, a chakra that's been personified. So I try to focus on that and mm-hmm. really go within and mm-hmm. get to know me because it starts with you having that self-awareness and getting to know who, who the hell you are. Get you one of the good crowds. Well, I think the overall um, reason for us having this conversation is tonight is just so that everybody can understand that there is a certain point or amount of balance that we all have to have in our lives when it comes to dealing with family, dealing with friends, dealing with work, Mm -hmm. um, dealing with uh, people in general, dealing with food, dealing with your money. We all want to have that certain balance that keeps us afloat each and every day. And so we just wanted to encourage you all to let you know that, you know, you're not in this fight alone. We're all going through this pandemic or no pandemic. We face these things every day. And so that's... And I wish we were more qualified to really pinpoint and identify and resolve the problem. Like, because we can talk about what's healthy, but... What would be a toxic version of that? What's a toxic version of, of, of your of your money relationship, your food relationship, your spiritual relationship, your your relationship with other people? Like what would be a toxic It all depends on the person because what may work for you may not work for me. So we have to yeah. I think we can identify those things in our life, which is why we try, you know, to eat well, to exercise, to pray, to do all those things. I, I think we all have some knowledge of toxicity. And which is why we're working so hard or, you know, just trying to, I guess, heal and uh, work on those toxic places in our lives. Well, we thank everybody tonight on tonight for joining our podcast and listening. Thank you hey, if hey. you've been liking, sharing, sharing, commenting. If you hey. have joined us on Spotify, if you follow us on any one of our social media pages, we definitely want to thank you. And we definitely want to move from Facebook to Instagram. Please know that we are still looking for a fourth member of the podcast. Preferably a male person. Um, If you know of anybody, please hit us up on any one of our social media. Next week, Black Men in America, we need a man. We need a man. We did last week, we did Black Women in America. Come on, Black Men. Next, next week, we need black men in America. Let us know. Let us know. Okay? Go right. there. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at EM30Podcast. That's EM30Podcast on IG. We're also coming out with a Twitter to sort of keep up with some daily news and daily posts that we think will be helpful to a lot of our listeners. Um, and don't forget to join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. for your daily podcast. And also the speaking version will be posted on any platform where you get your podcast on Mondays. So we want to thank everybody for joining us on tonight. Please keep the conversation going. If there's any other questions that you may have or any point of views, Please let us know. We also have a Gmail Emerging 30 podcast. YouTube channel coming soon too. 30 is that's 30 Emerging 30 podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up and let us know what you all think. And definitely give us your feedback. We're trying to get better at this. And so we want to just say one love. Thank y'all for tuning in and sticking with us, those who have. We love you. We love your support. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Be well. Go into the week strong. Okay, we're doing this together, y'all. Don't forget. Love y'all. Hey, Google, play. We out.
think y'all are joining. Okay, we out here by Villain Park. Oh. Here it is on Spotify. Oh, okay. How do I stop this guy? Oh, we do not own the rights to any music out here. Hey. Yeah. 